0: Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, those things you're thinking about, uh, things you're feeling physically or emotions you're experiencing. It could be travel, could be weather, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is I got this nice, uh, safe place to set up, plenty of room. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, that's, I don't know how to spell it, actually. C-R-E-K-Y, a dulcet, D-U-L-C-E-T. So kind of like rusted, sweet sounds. Uh, you say, how's that? Oh, well, that's what you sound like, actually. No, no, maybe I could say, I don't think it would make, I think it would make a little bit less sense if I said dulcet, froggy tones. Uh, Trying to think of an F word that has like nice alliteration with frog. Like, uh, Florida is Florida a good thing? I think it is Florida frogs uh, f- f- phonetics. Uh, anyway, uh, what I'm gonna do send my voice across the deep end. blowing, soothing, creaky, elicit tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, all that stuff to keep you company. And to take your mind off of stuff, uh, just like I said. And uh, while you fall asleep, I'm really here to keep you company as you drift off. And uh, so that's kind of, um, I think that's the that's short version of it. Now I'll give you the long version. Now if you're new, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I've been doing the show for a little while. But you know, when new people check out the show, just like you, I want you to feel welcome. But I want I want you to understand if you're skeptical or you're doubtful. Totally, I, I totally get that. And let me explain a couple of things. Because one, if you're skeptical or doubtful, you might even be like, uh, might even become more. Because uh, this podcast is a little bit different. It doesn't make it like if you're looking for something straightforward that makes a lot of sense. Uh, this one is more like you look at it like a cloud in the sky or a wave. Uh, yeah, uh, on the water, you say, "Okay, well, that's waves not breaking, but it's a, uh, it's undulating." And then you might watch the next wave, and at some point, you say, "Okay, this is like a, it's not super wavy. It's just the water's undulating, so can't really talk like a." That's kind of the podcast. You see, he's talking, but it's not like dramatic with like big curves and whooshes and you know, breakwater, whatever that stuff is. You know, the, the Hollywood-style waves you see in all those movies. And, you know, there's not surfers or what are those things called where you go, like the thing where you go through the, uh, like a uh, cube, gleaming the cube, that's a skateboarding reference. Uh, tubing, I think it going through the tube or something. And I don't know, I'm not very good with that. My vocabulary is more geared towards putting people to sleep than making a deep <laughs> my wave vocabulary we've reached we're past the end of it i think as soon as they said und- it's been down as soon as they said undulate it's been you know so try to pay like a loose attention i guess that was my main thing and a couple other things you don't really need to listen to me so you could kind of barely pay attention i guess that kind of goes along with it but here's the paradoxical thing also no pressure to fall asleep uh the episode's going to be about an hour the episode's going to be about an hour. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off. And then if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end. So it's kind of like uh, you, you fall asleep at, at your leisure. Now, uh, the structure of the show. Here's what to expect. show starts off with business. That's how we keep it free for everybody. Uh, then there's an the intro. The intro is about 12 to 15 minutes. And the purpose of the intro, is it's kind of a varied, I guess it doesn't have a purpose, uh, which uh, people have pointed out before. Uh, It it does have a, what's the difference between having a purpose and having like something you kind of say, well, it kind of does some stuff. Uh, But so it it, it really is part of like a lot of people's bedtime routine, uh, like their formula for sleep, as we're kind of talking about tonight where you say, okay, I'm going to wind down. I'm going to start the Sleep With Me podcast as I get ready for bed and I have my tea and I brush my teeth." Or so other people get in bed and then they'll start the show and they'll pet their pets or other people will just start sinking in and getting comfortable and drifting off. Some listeners just skip ahead to the story and some listeners fall asleep within the few, first few minutes. So it's kind of like, and then other people listen it's part of a lot longer wind down routine, like people listening in the tub or people like trying to unwind during the day. So initially what works like as you test out the podcast. If I, you know, if you'll have me is it uh, and, and most people does do say it takes two or three tries to get used to the show, but it's just a, you know, use it as part of your wind down, you know, give yourself a bit time to ease into sleep, uh, I guess that's just part of like my feelings around sleep. Yeah. It's like, okay, I like to try this, this, and this together. It's part of my routine to get a good night's sleep. So, kind of find out what works for you. So, oh, structural show. So, that's what the intro is. Uh, then there's going to be a little business. Then there's the story. And tonight we'll be uh, cruising around Australia, I, I think on a like a magical comforter or quilt. Uh, if I could find a way to personify it later, but, uh, in, in, in visiting, uh, some, some nice locations in Australia and, uh, you know, talking to them and, and, and finding out, uh, you know, just, just a sleepy journey, I guess it'll be fun. Hopefully I'll learn some new words, some new slang and that's kind of structure show. And then when you think about the podcast, uh, I mean, it's, I make it for you if it can help you, like it doesn't help everybody. But I do believe you do deserve a good night's sleep, and I'd like to be a part of uh, helping you with that if I can. And a lot of times, people say, "Well, Scooch, what goes into the show, right? Like, what makes it for a good sleep with me podcast episode? Or how did like how did you work it tonight uh, to make it sleepy?" And I guess there's like, I'd like to think there's a lot of fancy stuff that goes in there, like pointless meanders, oh boy, are they fancy, superfluous tangents, uh, whatever those like phonetically frog-like uh, f- f- frog-like phonemes, is that even a word? Uh, creaky dulcet tones, uh, but really, I think in the end, it's like about me being kind of present here with you at a distance you're comfortable with, uh, uh like that you know i'm here eventually if you become a regular listener for the regular listeners you can kind of uh feel my presence or sense it in in that you there's some trust or some security or relief there and that like it's almost like a like regardless of whether you're listening or not i think that's like kind of what helps uh, fall asleep is like uh, i'm here whether you need me or not uh and I said, what's a good analogy for that? And I said, well, what about like a bedside glass of water, right? Like, because you got it there and it kind of slakes your thirst, uh, even if you don't need it, at least for me. Like, I usually have a can of sparkling water that's lost its sparkles over a few days. The sparkling water that learn that forgot to sparkle. But having it there, and I mean, this depends on your water to air tolerance, you know, but like you say, okay, it's there if I need it. Uh, Where for me, if it's not there, where I reach for the can and it's empty, I say, oh boy, it becomes a whole rigmarole, right? Analogy was like, how does that that help the show or describe what it is? Uh, I mean, in some sense, the intention or on your end, the the trust or whatever that's like, Hey, I'm here to help is kind of the foundation of the podcast or the soil. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. That's what the intention of the show is. I think, but then it's like, okay, is that the, here's something deep? it's Like, is that the water or the glass? Uh, Like which parts of like the bedtime story, right? Or, um, Oh, so I got made myself uh, even more mixed up. Uh, like, I would say the intention, it is not the glass in this analogy, but if you were to stretch it a little bit, or the cup, yeah, we'll say cup, Scooch, no glasses at bedtime. And would say, okay, you got you. I don't know, am I, like, I guess in my, I'm kind of both. I'm delivering, because you say, what is a good word for that? It's the vessel or the, I guess the cup, uh, uh, yeah. Am I the water or the vessel? I guess I'm the the, the ship at sea. Uh, I don't know, but it, it is something like if I come up with a softer one. I, this is like a like an al- analogy that you like uh, like went into a pointless meander. But for for the sake of efficiency, let's say I'm both. Uh, like uh, and I guess the glass, maybe the cup, is the structure of the show. And the a meander, but it's just like part of the podcast, I guess, is knowing I'm there if you need me uh, to, to take your mind off of stuff or keep you company. Like, so that's why it's optional to listen, but you can listen. You can take a sip whenever you need it. Uh, and the cool thing about the podcast, it's like, so, like you create a playlist or keep it running all night. So you say, OK, it's there. I just have to press play again or I use a sleep timer. Also, I don't know if water has an intention. So, because because like I'm saying, hey, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, because I've been there. I guess water can't. I mean, yeah, I guess water says, hey, I mean, you know, I'm. What are you? 88 percent water. I'm 100 percent water, except for the cup, which is probably some percentage of water. I don't know. Maybe there's something with the flowing. Uh the water, I mean, I guess the cool thing is, like, if if water does become sentient, you'd, like, it wouldn't water pretty have a pretty big ego then, or some waters? Because they say, holy cow, I'm everywhere, man. You've seen, did you know, you know who Brad Pitt is, right? You know who Brad Pitt is, like 80 or whatever the actual factual percentage is? So I'm kind of Brad Pitt, and people love me. I don't know, people, like, have you heard about, it, but people love to, like I slake thirst and people frolic in me sometimes, uh, uh like w- w- people look forward to seeing me, Mo- you know, 90, you know, a lot of percentage of the time they say, oof, I just got to cool you down a little bit. Uh, they like altering my temperature. I don't know. I guess I, w- once you said you're like 88% of Brad Pitt is you, I'm like, uh, no wonder your ego's huge, uh. The Hemsworths are probably, oh, you're, oh, all of, wow, every Hemsworth. Is it Hemsworth or Helmsworth? Because they always get that mixed up. Oh, you make up all of the Hemsworths and the Helmsworths. Okay, well, that's good to know. That was water, everybody. Uh, Recently sentient water. So I guess that's it. I'm I'm here to help. I'm here to keep your company. I'm glad you're here. Like I said, a lot of reviewers, like 99%, say, hey, give it a few tries. See how it goes. The reason I make the show is because I know how it feels. I said that already, but, uh, and I want to be there when you reach out or if you're just leaving, you just have that idea in my sense. Uh, Hey, that water's there when I need it. Uh, Scooch is here talking. If I need to listen to him, I can, uh, he'll keep me company. If I don't, I could either put a sleep timer on or just kind of, uh, tune out. And he's just kind of rambling, keeping me company. He's my boyfriend. My boar Bay, my boar bud, My boar sib, my boar bestie. So uh, I'm glad you came by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well welcome. This is Sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, changes in time and temperature, uh, routine, you know, whatever it is. If you have something you're thinking about, something you're experiencing or physically dealing with... Uh, Like to take your mind off of that and keep you company. Be near your bedside, at your bedside, across the room. It could be like it would like We could be. This is imaginary, but we could be best friends. I could be on one of those tin cans, uh, you know, going across. uh, Maybe actually, maybe that's something people don't know about anymore, and that it was mostly in the movies uh, from my memory. So maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, other, you know, things, TBD, t- 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 things to be decided. Like when I think of them, I say, well, you got to put some words in there, scoots. Uh, d- d- w T B.S. Words to be spoken. So, uh, we, but basically I'm here to goof around and keep you company. If you're new, here's a couple of things. This show's silly uh, and a little bit goofy and very different. So give it a few tries, kind of see how it goes. If you can, just kind of uh, view, view the first couple of listens as a passive observer. Ideally, you'll fall asleep. Uh, maybe uh will put you in a better mood. But yeah, just kind of see how it goes. Structurally, what to expect. The show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep it free. Then there's an intro. The intros are around 12 or 15 minutes. And it mostly consists of like helping you ease you into bedtime by me spending 12 to 15 minutes trying to come up with a metaphor of what the podcast is. And I haven't been able to successfully do that in a concise way in 750. Uh, plus episodes. Uh, but yeah, like you, you could listen to it and, and, and ideally it helps uh, get you comfortable. You know, some people fall asleep during it. A few people skip ahead about 18 minutes or so and just go straight for uh, the discussion portion of the show. Tonight we'll be talking about Doctor Who uh, season two episode, uh, a, like uh, 10 or oh, 10 11, depending on technicalities. Uh, but if you say, well, I don't watch that show, or, oh, I don't want to be spoiled, or well, doesn't that show contain, uh, is, isn't is Doctor Who like a traveler? Is it the same Doctor Who with the scarf? No scarf on this one. Good question. That's a very good question. Uh, but no, it's kind of like, a, I'll look at the episode. This one actually has a low, this is a very fun episode. It does have low Doctor Who and Rose content, uh, but it was still, it, it has a full arc. Uh, and the first third of the story is, uh, it, it's really a heartfelt story from beginning to end. But you you wouldn't know listening to me talk about it, because I'm be talking about uh, Jeff Lynn, ELO, things in the background. I say, what is that in the background of that dude's room? Elton is his name. Here's something I, I don't think I'll talk about, but I do wonder where, like who where who who like does Elton have roommates? Because uh, Elton's in Elton's room the whole time, not the whole episode, but just the time. Anyway, so that could be that'll be what, what you have coming up. You just got a like four minute sampler of it there, and then there's some thank yous at the end between the intro and the uh, episode portion. There's some business that's what again keeps the show free and able to you know put it out twice a week. Yeah, for your consumption, to put you to sleep, to keep you company, to calm you down during the day. That's a, like a larger portion of the show is, uh, you say, Hey, I need something distract, something to do like, uh, I can't quite chillax, but I would like it if my L-A-Z-A-R-D brain chillaxed. Uh, so maybe if I put this podcast on I said, I got it, you got it. And the whole idea is to keep you company. Like not, this podcast isn't something you really need to listen to, and it isn't necessarily something that actually does put you to sleep. And more, it keeps you company as you drift off. It distracts you. As I'm, I've been a bit distracted thinking about the so this tin can thing. So let me see if I could break it out for everybody. Now, some of you may have lived in the tin can phone era. This was a hobbyist phone, by the way. It wasn't an uh, actual communication device, uh, like a mass market thing. Uh, but what it was, was, uh, let's see. So so some of you may have lived during that era. I guess for some reason, uh, well, anyway, it was on cartoons a lot when I was a kid. and maybe like one science class, you would do it but really the glory users of the tin can phones were either best friends that happened to live in houses next to one another. I guess kind of CBs and walkie talkies uh, is in that great Netflix show kind of did away with that, even though, come on. I mean, those were the greatest, those kids had the greatest walkie talkies ever existed. I mean, I suspended my disbelief for it till just this moment, but, before you had walkie-talkies in movies and cartoons, you had a tin can phone. It may have gone by nothing. So if you had either a treehouse or a best friend with, whose bedroom was also ideally parallel to yours in about 15 feet or less away by window, and you could do this. You know, I bet you one of the great science channels, podcasts, YouTube, you know, check out SciShow. Maybe they've done it. I don't know. Uh, but like, uh, because I don't know, I don't know what the science behind it is. It's sound waves, I would presume. But basically you take two tin cans, which are also known, were known as soup cans. Now I would more call them a bean can because I mean, I guess you still buy soup. I don't, I guess I don't buy a lot of canned soup. I do buy my bean. I do buy beans and tomato. Like uh, if you fire, you know, d- diced tomatoes in cans. But a can that you would buy canned goods in, so you need two of those. Then I think you need a string, uh, and then you need a supervising adult. By the way, always uh, I like uh, of course. Then you would need something. I think it, these used to be in to, This used to be a tool that was used all the time. I don't know if it isn't necessarily anymore. Uh, an all A W L. Or I guess a hammer and a nail because I can kind of see this and I'm seeing it in my science book now. And then what you do is you you obviously wash out the can, so you have an open end on one end of the can and a closed end on the other. Here's another pro tip: uh, like you want to probably sand down the inside of the open can because it could, you know, just to make sure there's no edges. If we're, you know, if we've got a responsible adult here, we might as well put them to work. You you know, get sanding. Uh, Aunt Sally, so sand that down, then you take it let's just say hammer and a nail. you want a pretty big nail, like the kind they use in cartoons and movies on these in science books. I don't know if that's a double ought or what, but uh then you just tap the nail with the hammer, put a little hole in there, not too, I guess not too big a hole, uh but you know a hole, then you put the string through, then reach through the other side, you knot the string a few times. Then you do the same. Now, you don't want, like, here's probably why I never did it, because the string would have gotten all freaking tangled. I don't don't know if Rob or uh, Josh can get this to Jeff Probst, but maybe this could be a competition on Survivor. Also, maybe yeah, maybe Survivor tin can communication. Like, they could call, like, the other tribe and say, hey, what are you doing over there? I got to get to the point of what this thing actually does, though. So you have the string now. You have two tin cans. Now all you do is, and here's one of my favorite words to say, pull it taut. And that's a T-H-U-G-H-T, I think. Uh, and then what you can do, and you could whisper, like whisper, say, hey, uh, hey, sibling, sorry about that the other day. I love you so much. Uh, or if it was a best friend, you would say stuff to them. And then you have to, I think you have to put it to your ear to listen. So you should use uh, walkie-talkie protocol and say over. Uh, and then you can communicate just like a, a, a telephone or a walkie talkie. And you should have tons of fun with that. Uh, just don't get it tangled. Ideally, uh, you've got to use it in some situation where I guess you would have to speak quiet. You let me know those of you that are doing it. Uh, I'll think about doing it with my daughter. I'll put that on the, you know, the list of things, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe I could, uh, maybe I'm at emotionally at the point where I could do this, uh, weekend science project and maybe I could do it in front of her friends. So I say, dad, I wanted a real, f-. I say, well, you, you know, you told me you wanted a phone. Here you go. Tin can phone. We'll run it across the, you know, you, you can't really run it across anywhere where people are walking. That's why in the TV shows, and the movies, it was always a. Uh, so anyway, that's a tin can phone. I think my point was, I was going to try to make that into a metaphor that it, at least in my, this was all, you know, when they say scoots, what did you aspire to be as a kid? Well, a treehouse owner, uh, communicate, you know, having a bit like a member of the Goonies, uh, could talk to some, have a best friend. Of course, if it was the eighties and it would develop, you know, one day into a blossoming romance, uh that I talk to by tin can phone and or also parallel, you have awesome walkie talkies, uh, go on, you know, good adventures. Uh, mostly those things, uh, so what would you take? You know, if we said scale it down it's well, to tree house, uh, and a tin can phone, you know, cause I know the Goonies, uh, they have, but you know, then we have the Netflix show, but those kids are already full up too. So, yeah, I guess one of those two, those things, uh, that's what I'd like. And how, Scoots, how is that a metaphor for the podcast? Well, you know, when you're lying there in bed, it's always nice to have somebody to talk to. And ideally, you, 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 like, but that's like, uh, that's aspirationally. Really, it's just nice to have someone to take your mind off of stuff, to know you're not, uh, to, to, to not feel alone. And maybe to put that tin can phone to your ear and they say, well, anyway, I was telling, I was talking to my teddy bear about, uh, uh, buying shirts and I'll say, well, what size do you wear? But how come no shirt, you know? And then I said, well, yeah. well why don't you uh, snuggle up here under my, ar-? you know, that's the kind of thing that might take your mind off. So keep you company. That's the kind of thing we do on this show. And mostly cause I know how it feels. I've been there. So, I guess that's kind of the summary of the show, also, I guess a little uh, monologue about tin can phones, and probably you know ideally the e- you know emails will be coming in with corrections, which I appreciate and I say, okay, well, that's good to know i would have mi- would have wondered why I wondered why my tin can phones never worked oh that Jeff, thanks for getting back to me I didn't realize why that's why you wouldn't base the whole season actually, Jeff, I didn't say the whole season of Survivor based on that. It just said it would be a cool thing. Maybe it could be, maybe instead of further family visits, they talk by tin can phone. They well, say, well, you didn't earn a family visit, uh, but you could talk to them by tin can phone. No, Okay, hello. Oh, that was an imaginary uh, version of Jeff Probst anyway. Also, this episode's going to come out. I don't even know if there'll be survival being. Anyway, so anyway, I'm glad you're here. And uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, I work very hard. I yearn and I strive for it. uh, And uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep with you. It's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, changes in temperature, routine, work schedule, you're traveling, you get to deal with one of those inflatable beds for some reason. I mean, W. What? Who? You, like they put they say okay here we got to let's get back to those inflatable beds because I'm probably gonna be sleeping in one in a day or two for something uh where was it oh I'm gonna try to create a safe place uh, it'll be inflated with hot air but it'll be so much more comfortable no vinyl here it, but maybe some vinyl records uh, at least the soothing part of the vinyl records which is kind of everything the tactileness uh, safe check if, if uh, Safe places need to be tactile. I would say there's a bit more artistry in the design of covers and uh, inserts and all those, and even the paper cover, like all that stuff. Vinyls got me beat on that one. But I do put a lot of work into crafting. Uh, I don't know what that is. An art, an art, an artifice of, of a sleep podcast, uh, And then the people that love vinyl—I don't have—I would love vinyl if I had any uh, gumption, but I'm short. I've been—I've been short on gumption since uh, the day I—the day I was granted umption. and it's all from assumptions. Hardy, har, har. But uh, you know, the soothing uh, when a record's spinning—you know, there's motion. uh, There's uh, there's this its just a richer sound, they say. And uh, so I don't know exactly what it doesn't have anything to do with this podcast, but it's a very similar thing. Maybe some vacuum, I mean, I'll bring some vacuum tubes in too. Uh, Because the vacuum tubes, they do give it, believe it or not, I used to use a a preamp with a vacuum tube in it for a brief time with this podcast. It made my voice even creakier and dulcet. It made my dulcets creakier than they are even now. And maybe I was riding that vacuum tube a little hot. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, in my imagination, the vacuum tubes have a nice warm glow. And so I'm trying to create a safe place. If you're new, I'm trying to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to over-describe and then get distracted clearly. I'm going to use, uh, long soothing tones, pointless meanders, extra stuff, uh, stuff we might not even need. But I say, I'll plug, I'll plug in these vacuum tubes just in case. It, maybe that humming will, uh, that could be nice. A nice little barely, barely noticeable background hum right in those soothing, soothing wavelengths. And the record will be rotating. Uh, all to take your mind off stuff, keep you company. If you're new, let me give you the setup here because I'm, I'm, uh, I am I'm guess I'm already I'm eating up a lot of time. I don't even know. Excuse me. I, I think I snacked on some of my own podcast intro time by accident there. Uh, but if you're new, here's the structure show. The show starts off with a few minutes of business. And uh, the business at the top of the show and between the intro and the story are how we keep over 650 archived episodes free. And we keep this podcast going. So if you're you're a regular listener, thanks for checking that out or going to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors to look that up. If you're new, not super important. Then there's an intro. The intro is around 12 minutes of me trying to explain what the podcast is. Uh, More concise podcasters have been known to do it in in 30 seconds, uh, 15 seconds. Let's see. Let me time myself. How long? Because Craig and John are good at Script notes. Uh, something about screenwriting and things interesting to screenwriters. Uh, yeah, that takes. They, they do it in like ten seconds, and there's other shows that can do it like that. Uh, me takes about twelve minutes, uh, so I don't know if that's ten times. Ten times ten seconds is what one one minute. So maybe a hundred. Well, yeah, it takes me a hundred times time, hundred and twenty times longer. And I never successfully, Believe it or not, I've used all, I use all that time not to explain myself in an efficient way, and not because it's not possible, of course. He says in jest, maybe, uh, but to give people room to wind down, uh, to get ready for bed, uh, to to moisturize, or you know, may, puff your pillows, get your bed ready, uh, to get you in the mood. And to remind you, this is a safe place that's here for you to help you fall asleep. So the intros are windy. It's a good way to test out the show. Some people fall asleep during them. A few people skip them. But it's kind of a show within a show where I guess, yeah, I unsuccessfully introduce the podcast and in doing so, it's a success. I, I don't, again, I always bring that up. I'm not sure if that's a paradox or not, but. So that's the intro. Then there's some business. Then there's a bedtime story uh, tonight. I don't know what it'll be. We'll find out together. It'll be a nice, uh, soothing uh, bedtime story uh, with a lot of goofiness and silliness. And uh, you say, "What in the heck is it?" Was, it, was that was a pod? He made the first cubist podcast, and that's a, I'm not even sure what the, it differentiates a cubist. Uh, so don't, please don't, don't quote me on that, even though I just said it in, in my own podcast intro. I don't know if that has a ring to it. He made the first Cubist podcast. It's missing some, maybe something. Uh, I mean, I do try to be, give you impressions of stuff. You say like, uh, anyway, let me see. So there's 12 minutes intro or so. Then there's a bedtime story. Then there's thank yous at the end. And so that's a structure show. Here's the other things. It's a podcast. You don't need to listen to. You can kind of listen. You could turn me down. You could turn me up, whatever works. You can put a pillow. You can put me in your pillows. You could leave me on your nightstand. You could Bluetooth me. You could headphone me. Uh, you don't even need to call me. Maybe because whoever that, you know, then that was episode 99 out of 600 and something episodes. Uh, and no one, no pop artists from Canada have called me. Maybe. So, uh, okay. So, uh, what was? It? I got lost in my own uh, mirth or something. I don't, why did the word mirth just pop in my head? Okay. So, oh, you don't need to listen to me. Uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was demonstrating that. Uh, so, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. You could put shows up back to back. There's a lot of people that listen to the episodes all night long. It gives you plenty of time to fall asleep. You can fall asleep in the first four minutes. Or if you can't sleep, I'll be here all the way to the end. Because I know what it's like out there in the deep, dark night. And I know the, uh, how it can feel. I don't want to get into it now. And uh, So if you can't sleep, I'm here. I'm here all the way. Uh, I'm here for you. They make these episodes, even though you might say, well, I don't know how he could consider them complete. I do. I stick around to the end, putting effort in. And you, you know what? I'll be here for you. Uh, so, but you also need to, no pressure to f- fall asleep. But, but, uh, you know, do it whenever you want. Uh, can you imagine a parking lot? Uh, I guess this is kind of what valet parking is. But what if they, like, instead of valet parking, like, it was, like, half a valet? Or surpri- I guess it would be surprise valet parking. Like, you pull in somewhere... And they say, literally, put your car wherever you want. We'll take care of it. Uh, uh, I guess that is valley parking. is a little more organized. So I don't see how this would actually work. uh, But it kind of works as a metaphor. You see, just leave your car wherever you want. We got you. I guess that would be the attitude. It would be the chill valet or something. Velvet valet. That's what we'd call it. And maybe we could, because I don't know how we'd use market inefficiencies to make the price, uh, maybe we work it on a barter system too. Uh, so then you give the valet something of value. You could give them money or something else of value. Uh, but instead of having to pull up to the curb of the restaurant, uh, they got a parking lot somewhere and they should just put it wherever. Don't worry about it. Uh, we got you. I mean, don't put it into another car police, uh, but all the cars are surrounded by velvet ropes, uh, which are enforced with some sort of, you know, super titanium uh, carbon nanos with velvet on the outside. So you can't even do it anyway. But, yeah, just leave it wherever you want. So this podcast is a little bit like that because you just fall asleep whenever you want. And I guess that leads me. It's funny how my brain works when it works uh, because I was thinking about the velvet. Because uh, I was thinking about those inflatable beds. There's one big brand name, but now I think I don't know if they were an infomercial, but they were the first company to kind of say, uh, "Hey, these camping mattresses, everybody uses them for their guests." Because uh, sofa beds, sofa beds were a thing I think in the 70s or the 80s, and I think Seinfeld made fun of them. So then that they, they no one heard about the great uh, sofa bed stock crash in 1991. Uh, Because no one read my book. Uh, I guess they threw them in a brook. Uh, The Great Sofa uh, Stock Crash in 1991. Yeah, crickets even there in a podcast. So uh, then people started using camping mattresses. And then at some point, and this is any economic historians may be uh, not sleeping when they hear all this. uh, Because they'll be researching, you know, no need to fact check me. Uh, Not you're going to be a good use of your time. Uh, you could nonsense check me. Uh, but so then the, they said, uh, this one company, Visionaries, I would say, they said, hey, those camping mattresses are okay, but there's like these downsides. Let's make it so it's higher off the ground. Uh, so you have the illusion of comfort. It's the same camping mattress, but twice the air and you're off the ground so you feel like you're less close to the ground maybe you're less likely to to touch the ground because the mattress uh yeah because you got double the air and then just like the camping mattress uh we're going to put that flock of velvet on the top uh you know to give the air of luxury you won't be surrounded by vinyl everywhere because uh, you have that uh, sweet sweet, uh millimeter of uh, velvet like material between you and the vinyl and then the beds will easily deflate. Uh, and those are all good. Th- I mean, those all seem like great ideas and, and uh, those are good uh for guests that if you, if you have like a guest that are having more than two bottles of wine, these, these inflatable beds work great. But uh, what I've learned is that, uh, at least in my life, uh, as soon as you eliminate those those uh, the, the the bed comforting uh, beverages, uh, they leave a lot to be desired. But you know, sometimes you need them. You got gas. You, you, you kids mightn't like them. I don't know what my point was. So, I mean, good. Like, uh, I guess uh, I don't know. I guess I've just been thinking. Maybe that's where my mirth is coming from. If I know what mirth means, uh, is it anything like dread? Because I'm saying, oh boy. You're to be sleeping in one of those soon, yeah, just for a couple nights. Um. Anyway, I thought I had some sort of a thing, but but like uh yeah, those things uh I guess uh yeah I don't know, and that's what happens with this podcast. The podcast to take your mind off stuff. So if you're in one of those beds, I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. And so I guess I should close out the intro with saying, hmm, we're right here in the middle of the bed. It's pretty comfortable. And if you don't move too much, uh, just get your pillow right. Uh, Don't mind those squeaking noises uh, because the velvet dampens those noises anyway. And now that you're settled into a spot, you're realizing hey, this isn't bad here. You're breathing in, your shoulders are relaxing. Is always, when, when we haven't done one of these guided meditations in a while, but you squeeze your butt cheeks together and let them relax. So, oh. and crinkle up your toes like you're making a fist with your toes and let them relax and uh, pretend you're uh, chewing some sort of invisible uh, cud like a cow And breathe while you're doing that. But don't actually chew anything. Just move your jaw clockwise for four turns. Two, three, four. Now counterclockwise. Two, three, four. And settle in. And, uh, yeah, this is another episode of Sleep With Me Podcast. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, so give it a few tries if you're new. I appreciate you coming by. And I work very hard because I yearn. And when I you know, I do the podcast, I really strive uh, to help. Uh. So I really, really uh, hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome... This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, you know, so stuff you're thinking about, or stuff you're experiencing, or you know, coming up for you. You know, but it could be travel, it could be situational. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. I'd like to create a kind of safe place, as I said, where you could just, you know, sink in a little bit more. And I guess be distracted. Uh, Like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones... Uh, pointless meanders uh, believe me I've got uh, plenty of those I've got a uh, I've got an arsenal of uh you know when it comes to to, to sleepy equipment I put the arse arsenal of uh, sleepy stuff uh, I don't know if you, even I don't know I said should I chuckle at that or no uh, but uh, that's actually well, anyway uh, yeah, uh, but so, oh, some of those things would be at yeah, tangents, uh, superfluous dialogue. Uh, m- a lot of it, at the beginning of the show, particularly right now, would uh, be like uh, unresolved metaphors. I'm I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I don't want to say I invented that. Uh, I'm just the pers- first person that uh, you know isn't in an English major that's used uh, unresolved metaphors. Or this is the only place where it's like, it's not shade. You say, well, the book was full of unresolved metaphors. And you say, "Oof, that's, hard. I mean, the, that was about as harsh as I said when you said Byron-esque. Uh, and uh, I didn't even know what that meant, but I know what unresolved, I think, is the unresolved metaphor, is it anything like a simile that doesn't get finished? I know technically that one kind of did, but... uh you don't know. Are we in the midst of a metaphorical dialogue right now? Oh, no, it's imaginary dialogue. Wait, so there's a part of my internal imaginary makeup uh, that was an English major? Oh, wow. It must like, did you? Because uh, That's great. I'd love to sit to... I, I, of all my family members, I think my brother Ken would probably make the best English major just because he has the ability to retain... And discuss discrete things about novels that I don't necessarily possess, but I guess an imaginary part of me does. Oh no, you're—you said you're an English major, not a—not a. Oh, you're—you're you're not a good English. Ma- okay, what are we talking? Like C plus? Not quite. Okay, well. Am I, do I pay? Is your tuition imaginary? And, and am I in charge of it? We've got one out of two of those. Okay, well, it's uh, well, we'll see. Um sorry, I got distracted there by uh, that may be an unresolved metaphor. It's definitely be unresolved for me and be like who's this english major living in my uh, collective unconscious? Living in, or my collective imagine, imagination imagination coll- oh you started an imagination collective. Well, wh- I thought you were an english major. Oh, like uh but you have other interests. Say, okay, that's cool. I mean, maybe you could write a, a novel. Okay, get back to the intro. Thanks. That's the most useful thing so far. Okay, so if you're new, uh, those are a couple of things that ways I'm going to kind of, t- I'm here to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff. That's basically uh, the basics, structurally, what to expect with this show. That's when it can become different because this podcast is a, outside of the norms of all things, yeah, even proper usage of words. Uh, I mean, proper use. <laughs> see, not only does he have unresolved metaphors, he misuses his imagination. And I say, well, the nuns were telling me that. Believe me, they didn't even know they—they they didn't even know they had it right because I just giggled when they said, hey, "You, you, you misuse your man." And I say, "Oh boy." If you only knew, sister. Uh, I say, but but uh, so uh, where was I? Um, so okay, so if you're new, structurally, what to expect? The show starts off with a few minutes of business, then we have an intro, where I try to make a metaphor about the show. But really, what the intro is is your your chance to wind down or fall asleep. Or you can skip ahead. Usually around 18 minutes is the best place to skip ahead to. You'll be pretty close to the beginning of uh, the next portion of our show. But for the majority of regular listeners, uh, you, the intro kind of becomes part of their bedtime routine. Uh, and they use it as a wind down. Or as more and more listeners use it during the day, kind of just to they say, well... I wonder what Scoots is doing. He's probably having trouble resolving his metaphors. And, you know, that'll be a distraction from this real world stuff for about 20, 30 minutes. So it's kind of like an anti coffee break. Uh, because they, or maybe not. I don't know. If only I knew what the correct usage for that was. But I think you know what I mean. But, but so. If you're new, give the show a few tries, especially with the intro, because you say, "Well, you're not making any sense." And I'd say, "Oh boy, do you got you got to write." And you say, "By definition, you you can't uh uh you you can't." Well, I don't know if you can. Can you or can't you? Unresolved metaphors, and I'd say, "Well, have you ever seen me try to fix anything?" Resolve that one. I think you'll I think you see that there is, a, like, a, un, you'll find you're resolving in my unresolved issues. Uh, spin, that metaphor just set me for a spin. It was like being, yeah, you're right, maybe I should have snuck a simile in there. You're right, cheap joke brain. Okay, uh, I think I was in the middle of trying to make another point, though. Uh, not needing to listen to me. Oh, give it a few tries. It doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, you yeah, know, give it a few tries because a lot of people find they say, What are you talking about, or whatever. But I'm just here to help and to take your mind off stuff. So, so sometimes it takes uh, getting used to, and I'll come back to that. Then, after that, to, tonight we'll, we'll have a bedtime story. And if you think this intro is off, uh, this will be a tale of the tape episode where I try, I have, I pick a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, that uh, supposedly some part of my, like, uh, nostalgia, whatever that, where's that, where's your nostalgia held? Is that, I don't know what organ's in charge of the nostalgia, but whatever it is, uh, I try to go, I say, oh, you said this movie's really important to us, eh? Well, let's try to remember the plot of it. And that always goes very uh, interestingly. So I'll be trying to remember the plot of, uh, the Legend of Billie Jean, which may not even be the name of the movie. Uh, and if, it'll be a very bedtime. You know, even if I if I remember anything exciting, don't worry, I'll steer my way around that. Uh, like a scooter on beach sand. And then the show will end with some thank yous and some good nights. There's some business between the intro and the bedtime story portion of the show. But really, the whole show's a bedtime story. It's just a little bit different. And also, if you're new, you don't need to listen to me. That's, you could turn me, you know, listen. That's that's why I also you give a few tries because you say, well, I prefer to listen to Scooter where I can't hear what he's saying. I mean, I, those reviews are very different. Like there's some people that like to concentrate and there's some people that like to lower me to a mumble. There's some people that like to slow the show down. And there's some people that just kind of listen and fall asleep, and then they listen all night long. Like, a, there's something about so, so find what works for you, and there's no pressure to fall asleep. That, that's the other key part about this show. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off, to take your mind off of stuff, it, to be here at your side. I'm your ally in the deep, dark night because I've been there. Uh, so there's no pressure to fall asleep. That's why I make the shows over an hour or just over an hour. So you see how we got plenty of time. You could queue up episode after episode if you need to. Uh, so there's no pressure to fall asleep. Here's the other thing that's kind of new. There's also no pressure to like this show. Uh, and I, I want to fully in, lean into that in some sense. Uh, I, that like, there's, no, uh, I, there's, like a, there's only upside. I, I really want to help you. And if you give it some tries and you don't, it doesn't work for you. Or you're already listening and you say, Scoots, we're just not cut from the same jib or whatever. I'd say, Well, I don't even know what a jib is, but I do know what a bib is. And I, sh- if if there was an adult bib requirement, uh, what would that be a, a, an a- ABR? I, they would have signed it for me. It'd say, Yeah, California fa- passed its first ABR law, ABR 107 the adult bib requirement, just for a Drew, Drew Scooter. He's required to wear a bib from now on. And it's a great, that's a law I could get behind. And it's, you know, does it have the little catch thing that the modern bibs have, like the bib trough? And it's a, well, here, here's something, you know, I did see Gavin on a plane, on a regular plane, a Southwest flight, and not that, like during campaign season. And first of all, I spotted his hair literally at a four, I said, look, I thought it was a, I, I thought it was a, it was a flight to LA. And I said, there's gotta be like an A-list celebrity on this flight. Cause I, and I all I saw was like, like well, a four inch by four inch patch of the hair in the crowd. And uh, he was on the flight. And I said, Oh man, that's, I gotta respect that move. Uh But, uh, if I'd say thanks for pa- oh I was going to say Gav uh oh oh yes uh uh G- Governor uh Governor Newsom uh could do you think I could like put put like messages on the bib though? Okay, well we'll work that out. Great. Uh, I don't know where I was talking about before I came up with that adult bib requirement. Oh, some people might not like me. That's what I'm saying. Or the podcast might not work for you. And I have a new thing: sleepwithmepodcast dot com slash no thank you. You know, there? Pretty simple. You'll find uh, other some, some other sleep podcasts. You'll find some other audio that I've used in the past. And then if you do, you say, well, scoot, you, you know, a strongly it, the the whole bib thing, you can find options to kind of uh, channel that energy too. Uh, so I think that's it. I, I mean, I, I was I, ideally I thought I'd have some more things, but I'll, I'll be doing a lot of thinking about this. Uh, see, can I get a copy? Of, do I get a copy of that bill with the pen you signed it with? Since I'm the only person it applies to. Also, who, who petitioned? Oh, my collective imagination petitioned, and they got it passed. Uh, wow, first bill passed. Oh, uh, it was a referendum. First referendum passed was a budget of zero. We, the people of the state of California, declare that uh, uh, the passage of ABR, a, the, the ABR, adult bib requirement. It could be altered, though, right, it, you know, for other people. I didn't realize my, my, my uh, well, I guess I did, I guess. So I guess that's it. Uh, if you're new, I really, honestly, I hope this podcast can help you. If you're a regular listener, I'm glad you're back. Uh, now you got something else to giggle about. when you wake up tomorrow. You say, was Scooter talking about bibs again? I think he was. I think he was talking about a. Uh, he, he was talking about bibs. He was going to design for English majors, lit majors. The, the, the book and a bib. He's going to call it. It's a new business he's launching, with because he's required to wear a bib. Some sort of marketing thing. And he also said it's great for exercise, uh, really uh, increases like one or two muscles on your upper shoulder. It's called, yeah, book and a bib. And he thinks there'll be a big market for, um, you know, baby showers and stuff too. Yeah, book and a bib, a bib and a book. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, that's another idea. Also, that's my idea, by the way. So don't start st- taking it. You heard it here first, either either, or either, Bi- bib in a book or book in a bib, or bibbity book, because that's what I'd say, bibbity bibbity book, uh, or bu- bookity bookity bib, lookity lookity, I've got a bookity in my bib, uh, so anyway, I'm glad you're here, I really hope I can help you fall asleep, I'm a bit silly, because I want to make bedtime feel a little bit less serious. But I'm serious about putting you to sleep. I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And uh, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physicals, you know, anything physical. So things you're thinking about, things you're experiencing emotionally, physically feeling, where you might be. You know, you could be traveling. Someone else could be traveling. You could be a student. You could work the second or the third shift. You could be getting ready for it. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. That's really the gist of the show is uh, to take your mind off of things while you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off into dreamland. And, uh, like, I don't usually use this word facilitate, but to create a safe place to facilitate all that. And it's really an important part of it is, uh, even though it's uh, like a a totem is a safe place, uh, like, it's not really a totem. Theater of the mind is what totem stands for. But, you know, it's a joint safe place, uh, uh, that I'm carving out here and kind of saying, here, here's plenty of room. And the other ways I try to facilitate it are, sta- I guess I, whoa, scoots, hold on with the f- before, establishation before facilitation. And I say chim chimney, chim chimney, or chim chim for sure. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, nonsense. Uh, in nonsense words or words that are in cont- contextually nonsensical like you say well in in, a, in you know for a chimney sweep or a character in a musical or uh an actor or an actress in a musical chim chimney chim chimney chim chim tree makes sense in the middle of a sleep podcast when you were talking about uh something else that somehow you already forgot about oh, oh uh I don't even know. what would it would Nonsense words or whatever. Uh, oh, no, that was my nonsense word. Okay, I got mixed up. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across. Oh, nonsense words. That's what, or nonsensically. Yes, yeah, send my voice across the deep, glowing, soothing tones, pointless meanders. And kind of like, a, not just, oh, not like, there is there's, there's a part of it that's nonsensical in a way to try to uh, deflate the, the, uh, Intensity at bedtime to dial it down. Uh, you can hear me breathing. You know to 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 to, to give some levity, to give you some room—not just to breathe, but to unwind, uh, to get some distance, and then to drift off. Uh, you you're here, maybe because you heard about this podcast, maybe you're a regular listener. Glad you're here. Maybe this is your second or third time. Uh, or you know anything? Maybe you occasionally use the show, but maybe you're, I don't know if you're here because you're having trouble getting to sleep, falling asleep, staying asleep, uh, in the middle of sleep. You know whatever it is, uh, you deserve some rest. Uh, I mean, if you're here for a good night's sleep, you deserve that. If you're here for a break during the day, you deserve some room there to breathe too. And that's really why I'm here is to help. Now this doesn't work for everybody, so if you're new. Uh, and you're approaching the show with a healthy dose of skepticism or even an extra, you know, and then you say, and a couple extra tablespoons of skepticism. Totally makes sense. Like maybe you heard about this podcast and he said, what is it? It's a sleep podcast. Okay. And maybe this is already a little divergent from your expectations. It's a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And, yeah, who who, who am I to kind of, well, I've been there. That's why I make the show. Also, my thoughts tend to be disjointed. So that may make you more skeptical at first. So all I can say is give it a few tries. Let me, if you're new, let me give you a couple other pieces of information. Structurally, the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show free and going for over six years. Uh, so thanks, everybody. More for, more important for regular listeners, if you're new, just to kind of like uh, whatever. Thanks for listening to that. Uh, then there's an intro. Now we're probably a couple minutes into the intro. The intro intro is like the wind down portion of the show or, you know, for some listeners, and maybe this is me being, you know, idealizing things because there's no wrong way to use this podcast. But, you know, I am a hopeless romantic when it comes to bedtime routines. <laughs> I wish I had, you know, I wish I had, sorry, I just goof goofing on myself. I said, well, I could, we, you could, anyway, my bedtime routine, unfortunately, is hopelessly non-romantic. So I guess I got caught in my own pun. I was exposed by an accidental pun, but, um, what was I saying? Like in, in my romantic version of it, which is much like my romantic bedtime anyway, is, uh, I picture listeners that kind of start the show or there's like listeners that take care of dogs, either in a, like in professional or volunteer sense, Uh, like at a lot of places there's animals, people play the podcast. Now that's really romantic to me. I mean, in a, like, uh, I love animals and knowing the podcast is playing is, you know, they, they wind down for the night and put their heads down. That really is touching to me but also kind of just seeing listeners brushing their teeth and they kind of bare, you know, you can't really hear that great when you're brushing your teeth, but that's kind of, you know, you don't really need to hear me that great. Uh, and then, the, you know, the, the, ideally your flaw. Yep. Thanks. Uh, Dennis everywhere. are actually giving me applause. Everybody, all my listeners floss, of course, Dennis, you know, then maybe you do the rest of your skincare routine if you do any, you know, I'm big on, the, I don't, actually don't, I'm aspirationally, one day, not only will I have a skincare routine, I'll have an elbow routine. I don't know why I, I again, romanticize bombing elbows, but I do. In the whole time this intro's playing, and then the listener gets into bed maybe and maybe they're paging through something or maybe they're doing, you know, it'd be hard. I guess you could journal this, and this podcast, but as I said, maybe you're doodling, you know, getting your temperature set, getting your blanket set, uh, maybe dimming the lights. And that, so the intro for a lot of listeners is part of the wind down, I guess was my point. Uh, statistically speaking, like I think two or 3% of people skip the intro to about 18 minutes and start the show there. And some listeners fall asleep during the intro, and I think a lot of those listeners become patrons, you know, that way that way you keep the show going. And so some some new people, like when you're new, the intro kind of, it can definitely throw you off because it's not super efficient, just because I found bedtime and getting to bed isn't efficient. So it's about a 12 or 14 minute wind down where I just kind of. Try to explain the podcast in a slow, easy motion. Get lost in my discursive thinking. Try to come up with goofy metaphors. Then I forget what metaphor I made at the beginning of the show. That already happened. Then I'll try to come up with another metaphor. I may talk to imaginary friends. Take phone calls from imaginary beings, which feel to me very real. A lot of friendly banter. So that's the intro. Uh, but it's a big part of the show for a lot of listeners and it's kind of something that's grown out of listener feedback and that's, uh, you know, it's optional like those, those regular listeners know that. Uh, so that's the intro. Then tonight after the intro we'll have, there's some business tucked between the intro and the show. Again, you're winding down, keeps the show going. Uh, then tonight we'll be talking about doctor who, I think season two episode 11 or 12, probably, uh Yeah. Somewhere in there episode with the olympics in it and it'll be very uh indirect discussion of the episode not really any spoilers not really any points we'll just talk about road work and uh, uh, crayons and things like that so it'll it'll kind of barely resemble the original episode maybe talk about some stuff i had to look up uh and say huh i wonder what that meant or oh they that's what they call that in england what do they call it in the u.s or, or things you know Say, okay, what are what are some factoids about the twenty twelve Olympiad? They say, Scoots, actually it's the sixty and I say, thank you, thank you, brain. So that'll be the episode portion, and then at the end of the show is some thank yous. So, so that's structurally what to expect. And here's the good news. This is uh, the the this podcast doesn't really have a lot of rules. People use it in a tons of different ways. There's people that listen to ten episodes a night. There's people that listen to the same episode over and over. And like I said, we've talked about other use cases, Uh, but uh, you don't, this is the one podcast you don't really need to listen to. And ideally I just get enough of your attention to take your mind off. Whatever's keeping you awake. I walk at your side, stand at your side, sit at your side, sit nearby, sit across the hall, across the room, whatever you're comfortable with and and keep you company as you drift off uh, into the arms of Morpheus. So, you don't need to listen to me. And, and yeah, there is a percentage of listeners either that uh, don't understand anything I'm saying or that turn me way down to a mumble. Uh, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. This is, I guess, the paradox is like you don't need to listen, but you can. You might not hear any of the story, but the story or the journey of this Doctor Who episode will be complete uh, because there is no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here about an hour. You could queue up 10 hours of episodes if you need them. I'm here to keep you company. I'm here for those listeners that can't sleep just as much as for the ones that are deep, deep asleep. And oh boy, do you look good sleeping so deeply. And so it makes me so happy because I know, you know, that you're resting. But those of you that aren't, I'm here too. And and you, by the way, you look great too. Did you, did you bomb your elbows tonight? Oh boy. So I'm here. No pressure to fall asleep at all. This is, it's a, it's a weird, it's a, yeah, you fall asleep at your leisure. We're not. I mean, I'm I'm here to keep you company. I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm someone that's struggled with sleep on and off in tons of different ways, including this one, which the podcast, this might be one of the few use cases the podcast is not good for. Or might be good for the wind down portion is like uh, the 30 minutes before your alarm wake up. Uh, That's what's been going on with me this week. And I'd say that's great that you're really waking up right before that alarm, but, uh, not part of what we planned or discussed last night. Uh, so no, really, if you see, I'm gr- glad there's some sort of go-getter inside me, but I'd prefer you do any of your go-getting or get, you know, getting or going after the alarm. As much as I loathe the alarm and like to wake up without it, it's really there is a, like, a aspirational thing you see when that alarm goes off that's like the idea like we've been asleep for eight hours exactly and i know it's partially cognitive dissonance but i'd really appreciate it if you just uh i mean i don't know what we're going to do for those 30 minutes anyway you know i think about like uh you just lie you know like i've you know what i've seen the ceiling so i got a good view of it uh okay we could talk about it later you're right i'm doing a podcast intro so anyway, my main point is I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can help you, you know, especially if you're new, but if you're a regular listener, I'm so glad you're back. And I'm so glad you give me this opportunity to keep you company and to help you drift off. I work very hard. I strive and I yearn. You know what? I take this nonsense seriously. To be, you know, for this opportunity to be nonsensical seriously. Uh so thank you so much for coming by.